So I woke up at 6 a.m. That's typical rounds. I have Papa, who is a rescue, an abandoned kitty. And he's older. He is insulin dependent. He's diabetic. Uh, that probably feels that probably whoever had him just couldn't take care of him or his needs. Um, especially when it comes to insulin and that. May have been overwhelmed or couldn't financially do it or whatnot. And he gets his insulin twice a day, so that's a responsibility. It's a must. You can't let that go because he's dependent. But um, I woke up why that takes a factor into what I'm saying this morning. And like I say, this podcast really for me to just release myself. Um, I'm getting anxiety back just from honestly being overwhelmed and just thinking about everything that's happened and I'm not okay with it. Um, especially because I got married to somebody who knew exactly what they were getting themselves into. And I remember the very first year to be married, them reaching out to actually my sibling and saying, hey, I need help. Can you offer help? Well, I feel differently about that now in a different way. And the reason being is when you get married to somebody who's disabled, as disability, I spoke to and had a long conversation and interviewed me on what I need and what I'm not getting and where I need help, where I'm not getting help. and. Um, how things may play out, and they're going to play out in court, and some things state can do and will do without having to have anybody's approval for attorney or anything, um, is that when you get married to somebody and you know what's going on with them, and I was completely upfront and honest, I didn't hand any BS to him, um, I don't think I got the same at all. In fact, I know I didn't. I don't know who I got. I don't know him. Um, I feel misled. I feel scammed. I'm going to tell you how I feel. Abandoned is put it lightly. I realize in my life that I have a big, big, big problem with abandonment. And that comes from trauma therapy. And this has only, as they said, made things worse. I'm working hard to get out of that feeling. I'm just like with kids, with how I feel about kids and hurt and the fear of kids because I don't want to put myself around myself into a child and then be let down or relationship doesn't work or something along the lines. Um, I've been like that my whole life after struggling, actually, I'll say that in my 20s after struggling with having kids on my own and needing to do surgery and stuff to try to correct the situation, it didn't work. Um, I worked hard on getting past that hurt. And I realized when I woke up this morning, it's, I'm sorry, but sleep is great, it's great, but sleep doesn't change reality of how you feel. It doesn't change. It allows your body to rest and heal and needs to be getting good sleep. Like after I'm finally doing rounds and stuff, I'll go back to bed for a little bit. But that doesn't change your reality. I'm a realist person. Um, I realize you can't go blowing things off either. Acting like nothing's going on, everything's going to be great. Um, especially when you have to have physical help and you're burning yourself out. The candle and all ends, and I am. Um, I'm not going to get away from that, but I'm going to have to do what I need to do to change it. And I'm going to need help, companionship. Um, that puts me back on the dating scene because, I mean, I'm, I, long distance relationships would work for me if I had a normal body, you know, 
and I had support in means that people, certain people should be helping me. Not standing back watching, helping me. I realized I was in this situation before and how I met someone like Eric is because I was coming out of a marriage that um, someone had told me, you need to file for divorce, you're embarrassing the family, blah, 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 blah. I filed for divorce. Should I, should I have, I mean, I had my opinions on that, I'm just gonna say. But I had made a phone call to someone who I asked for help in the same situation that I'm in and should have been there to help. And all I was told is, oh, we're getting ready to leave and stuff. And I'm sorry it happened. And maybe you can call Mark. I was literally with a house, a house with fur kids. And this was before oncology. And I started getting, I was starting to get real sick then. I'm in that same, and I'm right back in that same situation that I swore to myself, there's no way I'll ever be in again because that was tough. This time, I'm trying to do this on my own and prove a point I could do this on my own, but I'm realizing that I can't fool myself. Uh, my body's been through a lot more since then, and I'm going to have to seek companionship, a man or men, to help me out. I have to get the help where I need. I'm realizing money doesn't mean anything, not in this day and age of world, as far as businesses or contractors. Money doesn't mean anything. Sometimes people don't want to help, they're not going to help. Well, somebody goes cussing everybody out, making things uncomfortable. They ain't nobody going to want to help. They're not going to want to help. You know, Eric's left. A lasting impression in a small little area and like someone said late last night on the phone I talked to a friend of mine they're not gonna help they don't want to help okay sometimes people do things and it leaves a lasting impression you're in a small area and everybody knows everybody they don't want to help oh that house oh that guy oh he did that oh he cussed out who he did what they don't want to help not want to help you move past it it's a friend of myself from last night, greatest advice. You move past it and you do what you got to do. If that means putting yourself on the dating scene and you got a hell of a lot to offer, whether it's one companionship or you want to, you literally, you're, you want to just date, you know, and you got to do what you got to do to get the help, then you do what you got to do. And don't worry about what everybody else thinks because everybody else is not helping you. You gotta help yourself. But weren't you in the same situation before in your prior marriage? Weren't you in the same situation where all of a sudden you have a house and for kids, but you weren't on oncology then, were you? And I said, you know what? That's right. Called the same people asking for help. And all I got was just talking about the weather. And that didn't help me. As they said, did that help you then? I said, no. I literally was left in a house by myself crying and wondering how I'm gonna do this. So what did you do? I put myself out there. And I found Eric. And I didn't really, I truly realize I didn't know Eric. But in my opinion, his opinion of professional two, trauma therapist and their partner, who's a psychiatrist, is Eric was looking for somebody like you. 
And there was a hidden agenda there and something he wanted out of that marriage. And it wasn't love and it wasn't companionship. And unfortunately, you walked in with blinders and you didn't realize what you walked yourself into. And he showed you what you he thought you wanted and needed and he became that. And then after a year, it changed. He's contacting your sibling and asking, hey, I need help. Well, didn't he know that? And this is per psychiatrist. Didn't he know that when he married you? I said, yes. He knew I was on disability. He knew the situation. Then he shouldn't be asking for help. Because he knows what he got himself into. Now, if you're asking for help, that's different. But he's perfectly fine. He's got a healthy body. There's nothing wrong with him. And there's nothing now. So he should be understanding what he got himself into. I'm looking at things in a realist point of view, not in a candy canes lane rose petals, because that ain't helping me. Um, but he knew what he got himself into. But I was in this situation before. This time, I'm trying to do things on my own, and I have. Um, have I been successful so far? Well, not with companies getting help that I need because I don't have equipment and stuff for some projects. No, I haven't been successful. Um, am I going to find anybody? No, I'm not. If I lived in a bigger city, would I? Yes. But the situation is, is I didn't ask to move into this area I asked to move into. This is not the house I wanted. Um, put in a situation where I'm moving from a place in Ohio that I loved. That, that was literally the last time I could call home, the last place I had a home. It literally was a home and put into a flip house where I flip it inside out. Eric let a lot of things go and now I'm redoing it again. I'm physically burned out. Mentally I'm strong and I'm realizing and catching myself and going, whoa, 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 whoa. There's a lot of things you need to change that you're doing wrong. First of all, realize you're not gonna get any help. Quit calling contractors and companies, they're not helping you. You've called enough. Past four is too many. 10 here, 20 here is a hell no. It's not happening. You know? Eric left. That's great. He's living the Vita Loca, okay? Nothing greater than not having responsibility of a house. You don't have to clean. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. Just sit around and you eat food. Sit around, work, and eat food. No responsibility is nothing. You have no animals to tend to, and you have no children to attend to. So you're living a Vita Loca. My opinion, I'm titled to it in the United States. And you leaving me with everything in a mess to clean up on top of it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to play nice and be handled in court. I'll let this ability in the state do their part. You're creating a bank account you don't tell me about. You change the central account that we set it up with years ago. And you change it to a momentum account without my knowledge. I call the bank. They should pull up everything, including your information, and tell me everything that transpired. And you want to play mind games and sit there on text messages and say, oh, I did it. Find intimidation mind games and play it with somebody else because I figured you out. You know what you got yourself into. You married somebody that was on disability. Don't go asking my sister or anybody else for help. You are a man. You stand on your own two feet and there was perfectly nothing wrong with you and you were healthy and fine. You knew what you got yourself into. And obviously you knew what you wanted and you got it. And then you just created a tornado storm inside the marriage to where I had no other choice because you pushed the environment so toxic you about killed me. I had a wake-up call and I woke up. And sometimes nice, you don't have to be nice. And God watches you and realizes you don't have to be nice. But I realized too, I don't have time in my life anymore to talk about the weather on the phone. If I'm asking for help and 
certain individuals are watching and knowing I'm struggling, and I'm in a situation again where you're not willing to help, then there's no talking about the weather. I don't have time. I have time to sit there and strategize when I'm not physically moving around like I am now to figure out how to stay afloat. And I'm a fighter and survivor. And I will do what the hell I need to do to stay afloat. And people can have their opinions all day long, but unless you're in my shoes, thou shalt not judge. I'll do what I need to do to stay afloat. I wasn't expecting to throw myself back into the dating pool, but I didn't realize either I have to throw myself back into jumping into something else again, and I'm not ready, but I don't have a choice. Call it companionship, whatever you want, that's fine, but I don't have a choice. I need the help, you know? It's interesting and wonderful when people want kids, but then they don't want to take care of them, they have everybody else take care of them for them. You want to have kids, but you want everybody else to raise them. They don't have kids. You want to take in pets, you want to foster, you want to do this, you want to rescue, but you don't want to maintain and understand and care for them and love them for life. But you want all these, oh God, oh God, that don't have pets, don't have fur kids, don't. If you're not responsible enough and you're not an adult, then don't have either. Don't have kids and don't have fur kids. Don't have pets. Don't go leaving and tossing responsibility off on everybody else. Because twice this has happened. From you. Not me. I did one billion percent in a marriage and I lost myself because I gave myself in a marriage. Our loyalty was most importantly love because I thought I married somebody that loved me back. But I realized that was a joke. Because you don't leave somebody high and dry, especially when they're disabled and know that they have situations going on. Don't judge people by the outside. Don't judge people by the, how they look. Because if we could walk around with the 3D imaging machine and see through people and see what they're dealing with internally, you'd be thinking differently and not judge me by how I look. Eric would always say, but you don't act disabled. You know what? You're right. Because you damn well never treated me one damn day as disabled. You weren't around for me after surgeries. I woke up choking on my blood. I got photos and videos of that. You were going outside the marriage and acting like, I don't know what, pornography, this and that, looking for brides in Timbuktu while I was going through oncology treatments. I woke up for oncology treatments. You were in the back bedroom and you were on your phone. What you're good at is a full-time job of literally working for somebody being on your phone 24 hours a day because that's all you've done in the marriage. At times you were late for work, coming home for work, and I'm doing everything and I ask where you're at. You're too busy giving your phone number out to a female coworker at work. And telling everybody our business more than I could ever podcast, everything, every second hour of the day. And then you push the marriage, coming from a professional, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, you push the marriage so hard to get out of it that you made it such a toxicity hell that you almost caused me an early grave. Videos and photos to prove that. Instead of being a man and being honest with somebody and saying, this is why I got married and this is what I needed, what I was looking for. And I got it or I didn't get it. So I don't want to cause you any more pain or heartache or problems at all. And if you want to file it, whatever, but I need to be honest with you, I haven't been. You've not one time apologized for anything you've done at all. But you walk around, king of the hill, eat and work and sleep, and that's all you do. That's all you've done. Sorry, I'm allowed to title how I feel when it's fact.
a disability to do what they're going to do. Whatever they feel. Abandonment, gross neglect, whatever. I don't care at this point. Let them do. And all reality's attorney said that's really not in our position. That's theirs. That's why they're contacting you. But I'm realizing also for therapists that I need to do what I need to do also. And um, if I was a man, I'd be able to do this all on my own. Um, if I was healthy, you know, because that's not to say there's men out there doing things on their own and they're not healthy and they need the help. And they're in a situation like I am. And they're asking people a title that should help and they're not. But I don't have time. I'm just going to say this today. And I'm going to say this as gracefully as possible. If I've asked you for help and you've not helped me and you want to talk about the weather and how the day's going, then I will contact you and you can contact me after I find me a man and companionship or men to help me out. And I've actually got the help that I needed that I asked you for and your choice to not help. But I don't have time to socialize. I need the physical help. I need the help and I'm going to do what I need to do to get it, period. Um, I'm not contacting any more companies. I'm not, no, I'm not doing that. Like a friend of mine said late last night, if companies and contractors want to help you, they will help you. Let me give you some advice on the runaround and a nice way of saying, I don't want to do it or I'm not going to do it. And they gave me a lot of excuses and reasonings and things that you'll hear. I've heard them a lot when calling contractors. In fact, I've heard them all. I already knew, as they said, the push off, the rub off in a nice way possible as a woman, just being nice, okay? Don't call back, throw the number away and move on. And which I have already done that. But as they said, you need to do what you need to do. Uh, they're not in state, but they gave me some great advice. And they're a little bit older than me. But we had a long conversation late last night. And it helped me realize that, as they said, you need to do what you do stand here on two feet, you know? You were married to somebody and they knew exactly what they got themselves into. You shouldn't be calling your sister asking for help, for help the very first year. You know, that's part of being married, is being there for someone and taking care of them in time of need. In sickness and in health, yeah, that was not fulfilled, as they said. And your vows, if you looked at them, were any of them fulfilled? Did he do his duty? I said, no. I literally got the vows out. No. Well, as they said, that's not a husband, and he failed. And you're disabled. So let disability do its course also, legally. You just worry about you. You do what you need to do, and you find yourself a man. You find yourself men that you need. You find yourself the help, and that involves having a companion and putting yourself back out in the dating world. Then this weekend, you take the time, an hour of your time, take some cute photos, get some photos, and you put yourself out there. But don't put too much of yourself out there. Put enough. You don't owe anybody anything, and especially not right off the bat. But you do deserve it, I agree with them. Kindness, support, you know, unconditional love, unconditional support, unconditional, you know, emotional support, you know. And this time, as they said, you don't have to choose one. You can choose many. I kind of laughed when they said that because I said, actually, it was kind of funny. But as they said, well, guys do all the time. So why not? You know, you don't have to settle on one person, one man, one companion when you're dating. If it works for you, it works for you. I'm a one 
person person um, but as they said don't go settling right off the bat either you know keep your options open but while you're dating and a man asks you you know and you mention help and they want to come over and help then you let them help you don't feel bad for it it's not taking advantage of somebody it's getting help it's taking the help when it's offered um, and this is coming from someone who literally had a sister that this happened to and um, she passed away from brain aneurysm five years ago and she had got divorced and she didn't have you know she was on disability things I'm going through um, but she had a hard time getting by on her own and um, she didn't as he said she wasn't blessed enough to have children unless she wanted to find the right man after divorce and have children but unfortunately as he said her life got ended you know ended too soon and she didn't realize that but he said I watched her struggle and I told her the same thing is I know you don't like to date sis but get yourself back on the dating pool and you get the help that you need period and don't feel bad about it don't worry about what people think everybody's got opinions who cares and that's how I feel everybody's got opinions and a bum smack it you got one too all right so I realized this morning I'm gonna do what I need to do and um, I'm gonna say this respectfully um, as an adult and growing and evolving and I've been through obviously I've grown and evolved and I learned a hell of a lot too much in my life um, I'm still young I don't have time to talk about the weather and socialize um, if I ask you for help and for whatever reason you just don't want to because as I was told by a friend people help when they want to help and you're right um, if you're important you're important to help you and if not move on get back to those people in casual conversation after you get yourself and what you need they can wait you come first you know what my friend as I know you listen to the podcast I couldn't agree with you more and I woke up this morning feeling the same way I have um, the kid issue has resurfaced um, if it was going to go away I would have woke up and did oh you know just that is a very 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 touchy thing with me with not having children um, two phone calls surfaced and just something within this calls about children and a situation that um, I'll just say just something uh, reactivated that uh, I'll work with therapy on that but um, as I was told by therapy if that ever you get a re-trigger on that that may be tough to put back to sleep um, because that was a really really touchy emotional part for you throughout your life and rightfully so to work with hard with therapy to get past that hurt with kids but once again here we are um, I'll work with that uh, but as far as divorce I'm looking at things differently on how things have transpired and abandonment is put it lightly and once again I'm dealing with abandonment and that's the damn truth and if you want to get so badly out of a marriage and be man enough to say it years ago they'll drag me through the mud and almost killed me for me to wake up and to start all over again after dealing with blue and I realized you got to go I'm not gonna let any more stress kill anything or anyone you got to go
But you knew what you got yourself into. You're perfectly healthy. There's nothing wrong with you. If you can't handle somebody that was disabled, you knew that from jump, then don't get married. Don't get married. Don't waste my time. You want kids? You want fur kids? Then be a man and take responsibility. And if you don't, go, go on to anybody else that has kids or fur kids. Because if you can't handle your own, you sure the hell ain't going to handle somebody else's. But I'm going to need to do what I'm going to need to do. And uh, I guess this weekend I'm getting some cute pictures and keeping it, as my friend said, you want to talk about dating and that, give me a call and care what matter of the night. I'll give you some tips and insight. Don't put yourself, don't put too much out there. Put yourself out there, photos, meaning, and, you know, getting myself out there. But don't give too much. Give just bare minimum, because that's all people need from the beginning. You don't, you don't have to give people the full thing. You know, keep the podcast, all that stuff off. Tell them whatever you do for a living, whatever. Entrepreneur, stay at home, whatever, homemaker, whatever. You don't owe anybody anything. But you do owe yourself as someone to take care of you, as a companion, to be there for you. But most importantly, for once, find yourself a real man. I couldn't agree more. And today, well, changes need to be made. That's for sure.